Revelations and Redemption, an actual play podcast by Hot Dice. Meg thinks I'm going to die. That is not what I said. What I said was Ernest would die before using a luck point. Hi, my name is Shinwoo Bimoon, and I play Ernest Silverman Gold. And because it is the last, maybe, episode, I think I'll, I'll go first with the fun fact. <gasps> yes, I know. I know. My fun fact is that because he traveled so much all over the United States, he's actually been to every state in the United States, and he likes to take pictures of himself, like a selfie, and put them on uh, like a little folder on his computer. It's like just different like like United States landmarks like the Liberty Bell, Statue of Liberty, uh, the Great Arch of St. Louis, stuff like that. And he's been to all 50 states. That's my fun fact. I'm seeing a, a post-show uh, national tour where we make no money but drive to places we want. <laughs> <laughs> Meg, please introduce yourself and give us a fun fact. I'm Meg Griffin. I play Harleen Parker. Gut reaction, fun fact. Um, Lee is in at least 15 of Ernest's pictures if he looks right. <laughs> <laughs> Love that. Brandon, why don't you go next with the uh, uh, fun fact in your introduction. Hi, I'm Brandon James. I play the role of Jules Vega and John. Um, I got two little, two little facts for you this time. When they made the expedition to Mount Everest in uh, 1953, Edmund Hillary and uh, Tenzing Nor- Norgay met John sitting uh, at the top of Mount Everest cooking a little stew. And they, they had a little, a little bowl of soup um, with the Yeti. Aww. And there he revealed his, uh, his full name, Jonathan mm-hmm. Snow. Oh. His name is John Snow. Oh, that makes sense. Bro Dingles, why don't you go next here for us? Fun fact for Jamie... Hi, I'm Bro Dingles, by the way. I'll be real here. I spent the last, until we went through here, not thinking of a fun fact, but realizing some things about Jamie. Jamie has a lot of feelings. Oh, please share. Please share. Yeah. Jamie, I have your moment. No, it's better <laughs> if we get into them in the game. <laughs> Trust me. All right. Well, Isaiah. Yeah, my name is Isaiah. I'm playing Abram Rocks. And for today's fun fact, we're going to finish off with probably the most influential mystery that Abram has been on, the mission from Fart. When a gargantuan crescent-shaped object appeared in the sky and was determined by Fart to be the sleeping eye of Azathoth, all agents were redirected toward understanding it. It was ultimately recognized that H.P. Schmuffschmaffs possessed latent rational... Uh, he, uh... Oh, man. Reading. He possessed latent ESP abilities that allowed him to witness Azathoth's dreams like a fly on the wall. He rationalized the horrors by writing them as fiction. Our reality is a dream of the sleeping god, and upon its awakening, uh, the dream and all our existences will end. Fart worked to release astronomical amounts of methane and CO2 in the atmosphere to sedate the sleeping god, and it worked. It did, however, speed up the process of global warming, which Fart used as propaganda to blame for corporations. And that is why they named themselves Fart, to never forget. And also because it's so silly, nobody would believe somebody if they talked about them. That's pretty great. Thanks. I love that. Wander, the power is all yours. Let's start it off 
with uh, Jamie Watson's classic game-breaking rule to decide how many questions <laughs> he gets to ask me during the course of the episode. All right, everybody. Three, two, one. Boom, 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 boom. What's up? I got an 11 plus my sharp. That's a 14. Yeah, you there did. We go. What a great way to start it off. But with that, we're going to actually start the episode off with um, Abram Rocks. Oh. We ended last episode with you in the study looking through the windows and realizing that through the darkness you can still see the slightest glint almost like a lighthouse shining its light through heavy fog of the green stone within the panic room of jeffrey hudson downstairs as you stand in the study i'm gonna have you notice two things the first thing you notice is you hear the slightest whispering happening behind the painting. You also hear Amara coming towards the study from down the hall. Can I tell who's whispering behind the thing? Is it Eyeless or is it somebody else? You quickly realize it's the whispering of Eyeless and Jeffrey Hudson. <sighs> Ooh. Oh, jeez. Oh, fuck. I'm just, I really didn't expect this to go down like this. Oh, fuck. Jeffrey, you need to let go of these places. You need to cut them off. These souls must find themselves back where they belong in hell. <sighs> Fair enough. And then it goes silent. If Jeffrey stops focusing on keeping the place here, we all just die, right? Yeah. Yeah. At that moment, uh, Amira kind of walks into the room. This has been an absolutely insane night. I can't help but notice that it seems like you and Ernest, you guys seem to not be completely freaking out. Do you guys have a way out of here? Because people are disappearing. This seems bad. I want to go back and see my kids. I tell Amara to go to the, the room where everybody else is waiting. <sighs> okay. And she just turns on her heel and heads to the hallway. I open the door behind the painting as the painting once again swings open eyeless is standing there her eyeless face looks down into like an old mirror in her hand abram rocks cool just checking and i shut the door i pull out my cell phone and i look at the dark screen jeffrey um roll manipulate someone check uh, nine. It's almost like Jeffrey's at the end of a very long hallway, and he he just looks at you. Buddy, what's up? You gonna play, you wanna play ball now? What's up? All right, I'm gonna talk to you like a person, okay? And you're gonna talk to me like a person back. All right, let's go. You stop concentrating on this place, and we all get thrown to this shit. Yep. That's not fair to the people in there. Okay. What do you need? I need the bishop poisoned. And I need you to read the poem of exchange. All right. So do you want to like email that to me? Or? It's on page 55 of the tome. That Bigfoot thing had it. Okay. Okay. I'm going to ask a quick question here. Yeah, absolutely. You can text me the answer. Is Abram currently being truthful or not? Sure. Sure. I would love to DM you that. Yeah. Thank you. All right. I just messaged you. Jeffrey looks at you. Everything you need to get this done is upstairs. So. Why don't you head up? Okay. And Abram puts his phone 
in his pocket and leaves. When you enter the hallway that you have to take to head to the staircase, you see that the darkness from down in the atrium is slowly flowing into the hallway. You see like the floorboards start to kind of disintegrate as the darkness touches it. It looks like this hallway will exist probably for another few minutes, but the darkness is slowly starting to envelop this hallway. So I'm going to run back to the room with everybody else in it. Let's switch over to Ernest and Lee. You guys are on the third floor. So far, it's it's been bad luck. Each one of the kind of doors you've opened has just opened up into a space of darkness. Lee's like, seems like it's all being eaten up. Do you want to just take a quick edge off while things are still for a moment? And he uh, pulls out two cigars. Yeah, why not? Just let me smoke some of that grass. Is it grass? No, no, is that... No, 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 or what, what, what is this exactly? This is nice, good old Soviet tobacco, my friend. And the second you guys kind of light it... You hear footsteps coming up the staircase. You see Amara. <coughs> Behind her is, is Kimberly, by the way. <clears throat> well, I hope that's not end of the world kind of cigar, Ernest. Um, it's 50 years plus. You like a hit? <laughs> Good lord. God bless him. She takes a cigar and she... <sighs> so, um... It sounds like Abram has a plan. Are you privy to that as well, or? Um, he's is a very experienced guy, and I trust his judgment. All I can really do is is help wherever I can. Yeah. Me too. And then she kind of just hands a cigar back and walks away. Amara. Ernest. I uh. We're going to see our three beautiful stars again. You know when someone's about to cry, but like no tears have left their eye yet? You just see that in her face for a second. And then she kind of turns, grabs Kimberly's hand and kind of walks away. He sees her go for the hand and hold it so tight. Feels like daggers have just pierced his heart and looks at the cigar and takes a huge puff puff. And blows it all out. With that, we're going to head back up to the attic. Julie's kind of sitting on the ground, looking into the jar holding a soul. I know we established this earlier, but I'm reestablishing it that Jamie is sitting next to him. They're still holding hands, probably. Because she just hasn't let it go. He's no longer holding your hand, but you're holding his. <laughs> exactly. No, 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 no that's, that's actually exactly what I was thinking. She's not holding it for any like power thing anymore. It's... It's almost like a stress ball a little bit, not squeezing it super hard, but like she squeezes it a little bit and she just kind of goes, I'm sorry. What? I literally held your soul hostage as though you were doing something and you didn't deserve any of this. None of us did really, but. Yeah, it's, it's been stressful. Jules, uh, Harlan, do you guys want to do something in this, in this moment or are you kind of just waiting for. Um... I want to investigate the ring. I just kind of want to figure out how it works. It looks like it has a moving part in the interior. So essentially the, the head of the ring can be rotated while the bottom stays uh, in position. And your guess is that that is kind of what determines which face is being displayed on the ring. You got your prize. 
You got the ring. Congratulations. Do you think I could just like turn into a guy with a costume? I don't think I could get through this sober. <laughs> Let's zip back over to Abram, who is running up the stairs from the second floor. You see Bigfoot and Ernest kind of leaning against the wall, uh, smoking cigars, and then um, Amara walking towards the storage room. I run to the entranceway of the storage room and I shout, everybody down here, please, as soon as you can. We've got maybe 15 to live. Everyone is gathered in front of Abram. In a hushed tone to everyone around me, I say, there is no water here. The only place that might have water is Hudson's panic room, which is gone accessed through the mansion, but I think I can see it through the window of the study because there's a glowing green light, which is almost certainly coming from the glowing green crystal he keeps there. How it still exists on the lower floor, I have no idea, but there's no way for us to access that except through the darkness. In addition to that, I just overheard the eyeless one convincing Jeffrey to give up on us because we're a lost cause, and the moment he does, we all cease to exist forever. So we could attempt to pass through the darkness for the chance that there's water, but that is wasting our time on a slim chance. Fairbanks' eyes dart back and forth and goes like, well, I am, and he starts to run down the hallway. <laughs> That man has hope. The bishop kind of looks at you guys as well and then follows Fairbanks. I follow after Julius and the bishop to the study. She yells that, don't you need the fucking book? Yeah, bring it. She grabs the book. Yeah, Lee lets you take the book. And she's going to go. She's going to go too. Okay. Uh, Ernest. He looks at Amara and is trying to gauge how she's feeling. She's feeling pretty left out. Ernest looks at Amara. Amara, there are so many things that I want to tell you, but I can't. I couldn't. Every single second, I just wanted to be home with you and our three beautiful girls. And I thought of so many different trips that we could take all over the United States. And I think we can still go. Maybe not as a couple, but as a family. And as friends. Where I'm about to go is really dangerous. And I'd rather have you safe, but you're the most coolest, most badass woman I've ever known. And I couldn't imagine anyone else by my side but you. Roll like a manipulate someone, Jack. Yeah, you manipulative son. Oh, come on, guys. <laughs> it's wow. like a little charismatic. Thank you, Andre. Gaslighting her. I do hate that it's called manipulate someone. Yeah, yeah, yeah right? It's a terrible I term. roll a six. And a five plus three. Nice. nice. So 14. Okay. Let's do it. And she like turns to Kimberly and goes like, hey, you just uh, you just hide up in the attic and stay safe, okay? And then turns and runs after uh, Abram, assuming that you're going to run with her. Yep. And Ernest follows right after her with a weight lifted off his chest. The rest follow behind. And with that, uh, the darkness kind of slugs along, blocking up the door. So we're in the study. You're in the study. Okay, Is where is Jamie? Uh, Jamie just ran in with the book. All the characters except for Kim are in the study. Lovely. Um, fuck. Okay, yeah, I'm gonna block the window and I'm gonna tell Jamie to open to page 55. Page 55 is uh, Jeffrey's plan, right? Yep. Yeah. You don't know that, though. Yeah. So she flips the page 55. Oh. Uh, let me see it. She hands it to him. Oh, he doesn't just need the bishop dead. He needs the bishop's soul. Correct. 
Oh, man, that fucking sucks. Yeah. I look to the bishop and I say, how confident are you that the archangel will get us home? This archangels work in mysterious ways. <laughs> what a great, what a great answer. You need a yes or no right now? <laughs> I haven't been the one speaking to it. Julius was the one speaking to it. Oh my God. I pin the bishop down. <laughs> what are you doing? I force the poison down the bishop's throat. Abram. With the poison you secretly found, and per Jeffrey's instructions, you force it down the bishop's throat. You begin to hear him choke as he swallows down the poison. <laughs> you see his eyes roll back, and he drops to the ground, unconscious. Are we just going to let him do this? Uh, yeah, that's what I'm questioning. This is, this is what I'm doing. But what the fuck? Can we get this man under control? This is the only sure way we're getting home, and we're doing it. So you're going to let Jeffrey do whatever the fuck he's doing? Yeah, I don't agree with that. What the fuck? He, he's going he's gonna to walk around in the afterlife, and he's going to be fine. Alternate method, we all die. Fairbanks takes a step back, and he, he looks at the window and goes, Hey, man, just let me... Right. There's a chance. I don't want to have to trade lives. We're about to trade lives. Anybody jumping out that window is giving their life to a chance that we get home. We're trading lives no matter what the fuck we do. I'd rather do that than bow to the whims of some lunatic. Just fucking kill me, asshole. So what? So the so the archangel can maybe get us out of here? Because they work in mysterious ways. Hey, the archangel maybe get us out of Oh, guess what? Gu guess fucking what? What? You think that you know everything that's going on. You think, how do we know Jeffrey Hudson is an evil motherfucker? How the fuck do we know he's not going to just go off and get even more people killed doing off what other people can't see? Do you give that much of a shit about yourself and not anybody else? Great, jump out. Fuck you, kill me. Jump out the fucking window then. All right. Revelations and Redemption Wander Bouchus as The Keeper Meg Griffin as Harleen Parker Brandon James as Jules Vega Bro Dingles as Jamie Watson Isaiah Rothstein as Abram Rocks Shinwoo Moon as Ernest Silverman Gold Last episode, I promised that this would be our final episode of Relevations and Redemption. Luckily for you, our editor Shinwoo discovered that our finale was so action-packed, it was impossible for him to condense it into one bite-sized episode. Part 2 will be out June 7th. If you want to see us play more Monster of the Week, check out our Patreon, where you'll see all 15 episodes of a Twitch show called The Adventures of Henry Yu, a thrilling campaign about a high schooler juggling school and saving the world. Go to patreon.com slash hot dice to check it out. Thanks!